All right, all right, Phil, you little rotten bastard. I love you so much. It's good to see your big, beautiful, bald face. And it's time for another episode. This is one of my favorites. Where we do our quarter reviews, the best albums of a quarter. And I have a little tale to tell you about my journey. But I want to say, say hello to the folks at home, will you? Hi, folks at home. Every time, every time we do this episode, or an episode... I am like surprised you say that, and I I quickly try to think of something clever, and I just can't think of anything, and I usually just blurt out something vulgar. So go fuck yourself, America. Well, that's America. why you are a terrible co-host, because it pretty it's... much starts this way every time, and you could have something in the old spank bank, but you don't bother. I'm more of a stream of consciousness type of guy. That makes you for know, great. That's... That makes for great media. Um, well, it does when you go for a conversational setting. That's right. I love that. I love that spin. All right. Well, speaking of new ideas, since you do the same thing every episode, I think instead of doing a rock, paper, scissors, shoot, anything you want to do to decide how we are going to lay out our top five best albums of the third quarter of 2021, whether you're going to go first or if I'm going to go first, I think what we should do is do a guessing game. I had an idea about this because, first of all, I'm totally out of ideas for the rock, paper, scissors thing. But I think it would be cool if we said, okay, and I have not looked this up. I'm not cheating. I think it would be cool if we said, let's pick something and then we'll guess and we'll look it up and we'll see who's closest. For example, my recommendation, I'm curious. I wonder what is the total number of people killed by the person who's killed the most people. Do you know the answer to that question? It depends on what you mean by the person. I mean, there are people that orchestrate deaths of thousands and millions. Of other oh, no, 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 no. I mean, at their hand. I mean, like, who personally has killed the most people? Uh, there's and, a guy in Brazil who killed tons of kids, like hundreds of them. Well, you're kind of giving it away, because huh? I was going to guess... Huh much lower number. So do you want to do a different category since you've kind of spilled the beans or do you still want me to try to guess? It just sounds like I'm better at that that particular question. Then let's fucking do it. True crime <laughs> podcasts are all the rage. Let's make this 30 seconds yeah. of a true crime podcast. Okay, so I'm going to yeah. guess because of what you said, I'm going to guess hmm, 190 people. Okay, I'm going to go I'm going to go 210. We're just a little above you. We'll Ooh. do the. Uh, okay. Well, um, while I'm looking this up, I need you to filibuster for me. Filibuster. And I. Filibuster. And yeah, I need you to describe how we're doing the scoring and who wins and who loses. And if it's Price is Right rules where it's like closest without going over or f fill some airspace for me. We're definitely. I think we should definitely do the Price is Right rules closest without going over. Definitely is the best. Um, and then whoever wins, we'll just incorporate the same rule we've had uh, for rock, paper, scissors. Whoever wins gets to choose if they go first or if the other person has to go first. But with, um, we're going to put a little bit of a spin on it. This time, you have to take your pants off and piss on the floor the entire time you're talking about the albums that you're uh, going to review. So it's going to be a little different. I've been drinking a lot of water. I don't know if you have, but I'm ready. I, I got to go like crazy. Okay, Phil, sounds so good. I, I'm back okay. ready. I, I got the uh, 
I have the list here. Okay, so um, this does not include people prior to the year 1900. Okay. So let's, um, and, and interestingly enough, there's a chart here, and I think you totally wrongly blamed Brazil, you racist fuck. Damn. Because it looks Shit. like Luis Garavito, perhaps, is the name. Uh, that okay. and he was in Colombia, Ecuador, and Venezuela. But let me see if he's it. I don't. I don't mm. know. There's one or guy. That, there's one guy. They're saying has 300 plus. Several people were between 80 and 300. Can you believe that? Yeah, he killed like a, tons of kids. I was one gonna. Did. I was gonna say, before you kind of let the cat out of the bag about the several hundred thing, I was gonna say like. 25 so well i knew it was at least more than that because remember the green river killer got killed like some maybe upwards of 70 people in seattle or area seattle area padre I mean, pedro lopez of colombia peru and ecuador between 1969-1979 apparently killed more than 110 people proven but as many as 300 or more people and the number one proven kills was 138 by Luis Garavito. So since I said the lower number and the proven number is 138, but we both went over. So do we do a new category or do we just say, fuck it, Alex? Uh, we'll, just, we'll just on the fly totally contradict our rules and say closest. Perfect. We'll give you that one. Perfect. Okay, great. So then you have to piss all over the floor. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead yeah. and tell you my top five and a few honorable mentions. Okay. I, got, I got a story to tell you as I'm doing this, okay? All right. So I'm just, you know, going along, living my life, you know, trying to keep it real, as the kids say. And here I am, maybe like, you know, two, three weeks ago, thinking, I don't have shit to tell Phil about this quarter. Like, either I'm off my game, or everything I've been listening to is trash, and I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't know where I'm going to go with this thing. And then, bam, all of a sudden, in the last, like, two weeks... I freaking fell into a bunch of gems. I got five pretty damn solid albums, and I would say the top four are real solid. So, without further ado, my honorable mention, I really like the band Illustrium. A Monument to Silence is their newest one. Very cool, very powerful, deathy, proggy. Um, they had an album before that I liked a lot, but it's a little bit too long, so I made the honorable mentions. Also, honorable mention, Outstandingly Peaceful. Tuesday the Sky, not at all heavy in the traditional sense, but heavy in the of heart or mind sense. But if you're looking for something to kind of just take the edge off and listen to something, got an interesting, great guitar tone, Tuesday the Sky, Blurred Horizon, way up there. Is it like a post-rock, post-metal type, type deal? Instrumental, peaceful guitar, absolutely, man. It's just... Real nice, L lovely, I'd say. Cool, man. You know who has a lot of that stuff? Um, the Angry Metal Guy puts those kind of bands on there all the time. There's some solid stuff on there for sure. Yeah. Tons of good stuff. You can spend a lot of hours in there. All right. Okay, so that's Pretty my cool. uh, that's my honorable mentions. I also want to say disappointment. Bone Hunter, Dark Blood Reincarnation System. Bone Hunter had an album called Children of the Atom that I was like 
boner about. And Mm -hmm. it was their last one. And then this one just didn't get me. Anyway, without further ado, number five, White Stones Dancing into Oblivion. Obscure as shit. Dancing Never heard of it. Obscure. The first song is like, I think there's some French singing in here. La Menace. Then the New Age of Dark. Got like kind of a rocky vibe. A little bit, I don't know, you can hear the guitar tone. A little Opeth kind of drive here when it gets heavier and stuff like Still Life. Mm-hmm. The vocals are... Okay, I like that. Guttural. But my favorite thing about this album is it's, let's see, three, six... It's eight songs. Only one of them is over six minutes. I mean, they're all just kind of like quick hitters, drivers, or they're just perfectly like I don't know what the word is I'm looking for but they're they're varied enough that it keeps you interested you can put this on and it will never bore you because it's just going to have something new at each turn of the way and as for the album cover who knows what that red and black smudge is but it works and it's cool so tip of the cap to White Stones hitting the top 5 of this quarter never heard of those guys before I, th- I recognize that uh, that red smear. It's when like, you take a shit after one of your hemorrhoids first. Ooh. You nailed it. The <laughs> <laughs> old Johnny Carson right. pulling the cuff. Yeesh. Okay. okay. <laughs> Next one totally caught me off guard. Really solid. And I think you are going to love this one. The, okay. The band is called Dr. Smoke. Oh, you son of a bitch! You stealing? <laughs> oh. You stealing one of mine? Are you? Yeah, buddy. All right, go for it. Yeah, I'm so I'm so happy to hear that you like this album. I just feel like it caught me totally out of left field. Never really expected to like it as much as I did. In fact, I listened to it once, thought, "Well, this is pretty neat." Put it down on my list, and then as I was going back to try to kind of reformulate my list over the last two weeks, I I listened to it again, and I was like, "Damn, this shit is good. I love this." Well, I'll tell you what. I'm just going to say this. They're, they're my honorable mention. The only reason why is there's a band similar to them that I like a little bit more called Terminus who also came out with an album. And they're going to be on my list. But all right, please continue. Please. Okay. All right. Well, then, if you are putting them in that same range, I'm definitely going to check out Terminus because I really love this album. And I don't even know that I've said the name of the album yet. Hold on here. Dreamers and the, the Dead. And the Dead. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the band Three, the number three? Yes, I have heard of them. I don't know if I've heard of by them. I don't, they don't, I don't know anything. The vocal style is, I don't want to say similar, but it is comparable. You could you could see them being in like a one, in the same, they'd go on tour together. One band would do, you know, a set, and then these guys would do a set. They would be complementary to each other in style. Um, and I really, really like the band Three. So when I heard this, I was like, man, this the vocal style gets me. And... I don't yep. know. I don't know if um, I'm getting older or if I'm just turning into an old man early. But I feel like this is kind of like dad metal. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not super heavy. It's not super fast. It's not super hardcore. It's actually kind of like a little bit Motley Crue at times. You know? But I just fucking love it. I have no no excuse other than to say I love it. Well, uh, it's it's catching fucking out. And I was I was curious. I was going to say this, but now that, <clears throat> and, and tell you to listen to it and tell me what you think at some point, but because you already listened to it, I'm curious if you think 
that there's anything that sounds like the Rasmus in there. Every once in a while, that guy's voice sounds like the guy from the Rasmus. I could totally hear that, and especially the guitar tone at times, too. I definitely could hear that. I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't thought of that until yeah. you said it, but I definitely hear it now. Yeah, that, that's a, it's a legit album, dude. That's, that's funny that you like that. I'm glad. It's definitely... I'm getting more and more into that stuff, too. Like the, I guess you call it stoner or rock or metal, whatever it is. But, um, yeah, I've definitely, definitely legit album. Super solid. Okay. Now, from here, I'm going to go to one that I, I also think, and I was obviously correct in thinking you'd like this one since it was on your list. The next one is a Doom act that got me and has, like, creeped up the list. It was before... If you would ask me to do this episode... A week ago, this probably would have been number five, and now it's actually leapfrogged over Dr. Smoke into the number three position for me. The album is called Skeleton Lake by Hanging Garden, and I, I just love this, the sound that these guys have. It's um, similar in style to a draconian type where you have the male powerful singer coupled with the female beautiful tones. And the guitars are powerful and driving and, and dark and foreboding at the same time. Cool. How'd you how'd you come across these guys? I want to say I heard of these guys on Metal Storm. Metal Storm. Okay, cool. Metalstorm.net um, does a nice job of like listing, you know, the top albums of any given time period and how many people are commenting on them, what have you. And uh, how have you? How have you been going through or discovering by month, you know, bands? Like, what, what kind of, uh, you know what I mean? Like, how are you filtering out chronology? Were there just sites that are doing that, like Angry Metal Guy? Angry, Me Angry Metal Guy is one of them. Metal Storm is another one of them because it tells you most anticipated albums. And then you can see what's coming up, you know, around the band. Like, for example, the fourth quarter of this year is going to be out of control. In Morning's got a new one coming out. I mean, there's going to be Ooh. a bunch of good... I know, right? There's going to be a bunch of good shit dropping in the fourth quarter, so... <laughs> that, that band's looking awesome, man. I was thinking about that album. I, mean, I was like, God, that is a... It, every once in a while, Possum has like, that really is a fucking great album. Are you talking man. about Shroud of Divine? Very catchy. Yeah. Yeah, well, you got to listen to some other ones, too, man. I think you might find I one or two that you like better, seriously. Do. Really? Mm-hmm. There's that song where he says, he says Cemetery Smile in one of the songs. I can't remember... Just the way he says it, that, that'll pop in my head every once in a while. I guess it's a, I guess he says Cemetery Smile, that's what it sounds like, but yeah. it pops in my head all the time. Classic in-morning stuff, but this is the uh, album again, Skeleton Lake by Hanging Garden. I think if you were in the right mood for it, especially as you're gonna, you guys up there are getting into the great white north winter time, that for me was always the peak doom time. Like That was the time where I just found myself listening to some doomy, Shit. Oh, yeah. Wintertime, perfect Agalock weather, man. I, it's, Type of shit like that. Took the words right out of my mouth. That's exactly... Yeah. You just kind of get into that vibe. Catatonia, Agalock. Mm -hmm. You just kind of feel a little bit blue because the weather's shit. I would go right to this album. Super strong. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you ready for my number two on your chest? I'm, I'm ready, man. This is, this is big. All right. Number two. Brrr. This is a band I have... This band I want to call Yogurt. You know why? Because Yogurt is always, as a kid, something that I wished I liked, but I never did. They had like a million fucking flavors of yogurt. It was like yogurt yeah, with Skittles, yogurt with fucking Oreos cookies, and yogurts with Twix bars. And I was like, oh man, that all sounds amazing. And every time I ate it, I was like, this tastes like shit. Well, 
that's how I felt before about the band Rivers of Nile or Nihil. Oh man, I, I, this album has been popping up constantly. I kept wanting to um, get into it. I didn't really listen to it that much. So I'm, I'm really interested in the fact that you did. The album is The Work. Mm-hmm. And their album before that was Where Owls Know My Name. Cool cover. Looks awesome. Before that, Monarchy. Always cool covers. Cool style. Cool vibe. I wanted to like it. And I can't ever get into it. But then this one, The Work, comes along. And I fucking love it. All right, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I, I found a Monarchy so hit or miss. And there were so many things they were... They would do, and then they wouldn't do enough, or they, you yes. know, they wouldn't, uh, or they would do too much. It, there was no balance. Yes. Like you're, just, you're so close to being such an awesome band. Dude, wait until you get to this one. This one, listen to this. You would never expect this on one of their older albums. They're, they've, like, jazzified, but not to the point of being, like, pretentious. You know what I'm saying? Like, they spice it up now just enough that there's enough melody and enough breaks. And you know how me... I'm always critiquing long albums. And this one is pretty fucking long. But there's enough variety in it that you stay with it. I'm totally cool to hang out for the whole album because every track and sometimes within the track, you're giving me enough variety where I would never expect to hear a song like this. Right. Right? Yeah, that's pretty seemingly... Uh, uncharacteristic because they don't typically do slow stuff. But I know they're getting avant-garde with the Owls Know My Name album, but I don't know that they've done this a lot. I know. So I'm telling anybody, I really think uh, probably because I get excited about each one of these lists I do that like I would say this every time because on my last list I had Bloodbound which is fucking fire and the Circle Metamorphosis and King Buffalo, Burden of Restlessness like all this great stuff, but I think for you... Personally, I think my list, this top five, has got stuff that you would love every one of these albums. And that's not going to change with this last one. And I'm wondering if you've heard this one. Have you heard the album Strength by Unto Others? Oh my God, that's like my second, that's going to be, that's my number two on my list. Dude, I love you so much. You're so beautiful. Dude, the song Heroin, he agrees, I swear to God. I swear to God. He keeps screaming it. It sounds like Catatonia. It's just so pure painful passion the, oh my god yeah absolutely buddy this song's this album's fucking great isn't it and then how about the cover of hell is for children the first time you heard that where you're like fuck yeah go ahead and yeah. get it yeah dude oh my god uh, that song summer lightning might be my favorite um lightning strike it sounds like something like an 80s pop singer man the guy it sounds like the guy from um uh everybody wants to rule the world everybody. it's like that guy singing but like metal and angry <laughs> It's fucking awesome. I know, man. You know, another one I love is Little Bird. Do you like Little Bird? Yeah, Little Bird's legit. I, and, uh, Instinct is great. All, I'm really, really, really happy with this album. And it, in fact, this album, or this band, Unto Others, had an album before called Mana that was kind of like a darling child of some websites that I had been reviewing. And I couldn't get into it. I just It didn't grab me. But this one... I like Mana. Did you? Okay, maybe I gotta go back to it after I heard this one, but this one grabbed me straight out of the gate. The first time I heard it, I was like, damn, this is the shit right here. Dude, how, when he goes, oh, every once in a while, he does it so good. It's so corny, but he only, like, you, only certain people could pull, even come close to pulling that off. Don't you, uh, it's, don't, it's, don't yeah. you hear an AFI sound? Like, listen. Yeah, I do. 
Absolutely. Um, to definitely me, Sing the Sorrow era. Yeah, exactly. Like Sing the Sorrow could come right off Sing the Sorrow, and I just yeah, it's like a it's like a it's like a whiny, deep voice. And if you um, if you like these guys, you gotta check. There was an album I loved a couple years back by a band called Killing Joke. Do you know them? Okay. Nah, I don't know them. As a total offshoot of this, and not at all about this segment. Check out an album from 2015 called Pylon, P-Y-L-O-N, by Killing Joke. If, okay. you, if you like these guys, you, that, that'll be right up your alley. It's a little bit different, but it's very similar you know, genre. So, dude, that's awesome. I'm glad of my top five you had some fellow hits there. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you, Absolutely. Phil, and let you tell us what you think well, about your stuff. All right, sweet. Okay, so I want to say real quick, the, a song that popped in my head specifically... Um, when comparing them to AFI is a um, song from the album Burials and it's called Anxious and he sound, it sounds very similar to that um, yes. anywho so my top five I have three studs and two that you could change out from uh, with the other honorable mentions um, and it, you wouldn't you know wouldn't be terribly egregious but I'm gonna go with my honorable mentions real quick I'm gonna throw out uh, Trivium came out with something New and it's not terrible. It's pretty decent. It's called um, "In the Court of the Dragon." Got some pretty good songs on it. Um, I'm gonna throw out the one that you already did with Doctor Smoke, and then I will say, only because of my severe loyalty to this band, that I want to at least throw it out there: the Iron Maiden Sinjutsu. I didn't like it much at first. It grew on me a little bit. I just, I have to throw it out there. I have to it's a complete homer call, buddy. This album's boring. It is a homer call. It, it is, but I'm, it, my favorite band of all time, probably. And I just, I just, you know, I love them. It's kind of like that when you have a child, you love them no matter what they do. You know, I mean, because that was a kind of boring album. I don't care. Throwing it out there. If you were my um, son, I'd disown you from putting yeah. this bullshit on your list. Anyhow, next one. Okay, so I got my, my fifth best album of this quarter. One we talked about briefly and you weren't super keen on but i thought it was really quality it's um wolves in the throne room and the album is primordial arcana arcana tell me about this because i loved these guys back in like 2010 2011 i was like really into their vibe and then this one i don't know kind of bored me a little like what songs on here should i put on what, what's the best one in your opinion I'll, okay um if you want classic um, like ethereal, the fast-paced death, you know, mountain magic, um, through eternal fields, or um, uh, pr- uh, primal chasm. But my favorite song on this album is Underworld Aurora. It's slow though, All which right. might be to your point about it being boring. But I like it. It's got this eerie, pretty, cool as shit. I don't know if it's synth or if it's a fucking uh, string, but you should check it out. You should put it on real quick. I just give it a second. It's eerie. I, well, I it's, won't. I won't deny that the album art is awesome. It's just yeah. this like table of random, you know, natural things like old school candles and a skull and a knife and a sheath and a ram horn yeah. and a pelt and yeah, it's shit. It's like cult esque, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pagans. Um, d- definitely this, cool. Like art. this reminds me of Agalock a little bit, where you know, and you're out in this sort of. Um, serene environment it's you feel alone it's creepy but it's a welcome level of solitude at the same time 
and I just think it's cool, man. It, it just grabbed me, and then it's got enough fast-paced stuff that it keeps you interested, particularly um, Mountain Magic. That's a legit fucking song. Um, okay, we'll go to my number four, 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 four. It's uh, Terminus, and the album is called The Silent Bell Toll. I consider this to be a slightly better version of Dr. Smoke. Wow, it man. is, I, I think, a little heavier, a little sludgier, still clean singing, really catchy. Um, they do have one song, they commit that, that sin that we hate, where your song is 10 minutes long for no fucking reason, yeah. right at the end. But it, um, but with beside that, it's great, particularly the song The Lion's Den and Black Swan. Those two songs are fucking fire. Please listen to Black Swan very soon probably right after this I'll put, episode i'll put on right now oh. the art is very video gamey these three like king skeletons with the snakes and shit that's pretty cool yeah pretty trippy it reminds me of you remember, do you remember beavis and butthead do america when they're out in the fucking desert and beavis starts tripping super hard and that weird ass song comes on and then everything turns into like monsters and weird shit it reminds me of that and by the way, that song is cool. I don't know. Just as an aside, that actual song. <laughs> I, I don't know who thought to put that in there, but I was like, good call. Is, is this um, a female singer or is this a male singer? Or both? I thought it was a guy. I don't know if it's female or not. Oh, dude. Let me look it up. Terminus. It sounds like thing a, is, a guy and a chick. I think it sounds like a... Terminus, the silent bell. Let's check it out. Look it up, Scotty. Look it up. Sludge metal album. I love the I love the uh, genre category slash label sludge metal. Yeah, it's a great name. Yeah, that's not a check, no doubt. All right, um, let's check it out. Lineup is Julian Thomas. Does the bass and the vocals, and Sebastian Thomas, who does the vocals and guitars, Scott Wood, who does wood. No, he does the drums. Uh, so I don't know. I don't hear Lady in there. Maybe it's like a Rush kind of deal. Um, um, I'm I'm putting so, okay. I'm putting cash money. I'm putting Bitcoin that there's a dude and a chick singing. It sounds right. they have that pairing right now. You can hear it. It's gotta be. It sounds just like it. This, but, um, this part's cool. They, uh, anyway, they kick ass, man. It's grindy. It's it's sludgy. I was a big, big fan. I was gonna put Dr. Smith on there, but I, I, I thought this one edged that a little bit. Um, so that's my number three. Um, or number four. Um, my number three. This is hard to do because I really like the next three bands. So my number three will have to be Seven Spires. The album is God of Debauchery. I will, it is I, a... I will give you absolutely a tip of the cap to this one. I should have included this in my honorable mentions. I really like this. It's got the guy from Catatonia does a guest song on here. Roy Yeah, Con. it's got Roy Khan. Yeah. Um, did I say Catatonia? Um, I meant um, Camelot. Yeah, Roy Khan. I was like, I thought, I was like, is John Pyre from Catatonia? Because he's on one of these songs. I just agreed with it because I didn't know. I thought you were just right and I wasn't. But, um... So, top three songs. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna go with uh, "Shadow on an Endless Endless Sea," uh, "Dream Chaser," and um, I really like the 
title track, but I'm going to go with Ghost of Yesterday. The reason this album has to be on my list is because they do such a great job, such a seamless job of integrating power metal and like black metal. There are quality, legitimate blast beats on this album. It's not trying too hard. It's very organic. The the gr guy who growls does hardcore-esque vocals, and he also does what can only be described as black metal vocals. Uh, High-pitched, brutal, rat, sound like a rat singing, you know, that whole thing. That shriek. Um, it's, yeah, he's, it's especially on the song Dream Chaser and in the title track, Gods of the Badri. Um And they do a lot of, they do several songs where it's just the lady singing. She's great. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ghost of Yesterday is great because she, she screams at, at one part too. And she's very good at that as well. It's a very impressive album. Um, uh, it's, you know, I don't, I kind of steer away from some power metal because it's kind of, it's just so corny sometimes. But this one's corny and it's okay because they own it and they rock it and it's fucking awesome. I'm glad that you like this one. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one of the things that I kind of appreciated was the variety, like you mentioned. There's enough variety between songs that it keeps you interested. And I didn't think to put this in my top list because I actually preferred their last one a little bit more than this one. If you haven't heard their last Emerald, one, Emerald, Emerald Seas, yeah, I really liked Emerald Seas. Um, nice. But this one, the uh, only, totally respectable. Yeah. Totally respectable being a third place, no question. The only critique I would have of this album is there's like 400 songs on it. <laughs> they could have probably saved some of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are a couple of things that they do where it's just her singing most of the time in like a slow burn kind of song. It's a little, it's a little redundant sometimes. I think maybe they could have cut some of that out, picked the best one well, version of those things. There's a reason it's not your number one. Yeah, exactly. Um, but with that said, quality, quality album must be heard. Um, number two, I'm going to just go with Strength. Like we are, you know, we talked about that. I, uh, I love that album. Uh, it's funny because I recommended on our little um, group chat for a song of the day, a, a song from the album Mana. It was called, um, Co it was called Cosmic. I can't remember what the hell it was called, but something cosmic. And everyone shit on it. I thought everyone was going to like it. I was like, this song's cool, man. It's catchy. It's got this guy's neat voice. And uh, and then Chris, or Topher said something like, that's a fucking worse song. Or I took shits that sound better than that. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew, Andrew just gave, like, just a terrible song. Like, nothing. Not that he didn't even elaborate, just terrible. Um, and I was like, well, I guess that band's out. Uh, as far as what songs of the day, but uh, so I, so I didn't think you didn't like it, but you didn't. I don't think you said anything at all. So maybe you just didn't even hear it. But I, um, I probably didn't. Even listen that's why to I was it. I was surprised that you threw it out there um, as your as your top one. And it's great, man. The guy has such passion. It's every song is catchy. Every single one. Isn't it um, kind of like and, the the yeah. vocals? Isn't it a little Depeche Modey, you know? But like up, absolutely upbeat. I mean, I just yeah. it's like I don't know. I I feel like. Maybe it's the target audience is guys that were like grow up in the 80s because that seems like mm -hmm. basically the only people who would like this. But Katie loved it. I love it. I mean, yeah, I, it sounds like the cure. Yeah, exactly. But with like a little bit of a hardcore rock vibe. Yeah, dude, it's just such it's it's so cool. Um, so fuck you, man. That's my number two. My number one is uh, I don't know if you got into this as much as I did, but I really was blown away by Between the Barrier Meets Colors too. 
I didn't know if I was going to like it because I had taken a big hiatus from listening to Between the Bear and Me for whatever reason. The last album I heard from them was The Great Misdirect. I haven't listened to them since that. And so I, they came out with Colors 2, and I was like, well, I had a rock-hard bone for Colors. I'll check out Colors 2. I found it to be very eccentric at times, um, silly, but you they kind of done always done that. I remember they threw a banjo in um, Ants of the Sky, and uh, they sometimes they do silly things, but um, I think it's a great showcase of their maturation. It sounds a little bit like Colors, particularly the song um, Human is Hell. It's basically White Walls' main riff, but a little different, a little softer, um, kind of cut in half, and it has a lot of the same song structure on purpose. Very catchy, it's very pretty. At the end of it, he um, there's a, he does a lot more clean singing and, and like and like uh, bongo type sound and shit. It, it gets very soft. I mean, they really try new shit on this album. Um, well, maybe it's not new. Maybe people that have been following them hear this and go, yeah, this is what they've been doing. But for me, it sounded like a very mature version of the album Colors. I feel like I thought it was cool as shit. So I had to put it on my. It's my top because I keep going back to it the most. You're born Have again. You you're born again between the bear and me. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally fucked it up because this is definitely on my honorable mentions. I listened to it through probably three or four times. I liked it. I had no real critique of it. I never turned it off before it was done. Um, so I liked it a lot. But I think just I got caught up by the novelty of these five other bands that I listed for you that like just took me really by surprise because I didn't think I'd like it. I think I unfairly discounted these guys because I knew I already liked them. And I loved Colors the yeah, first time, sure. so I think it was really unfair in terms of the judging process from me. But yeah, no questions about it. Great album. They, it's hard to do a sequel. You know, look at all these movies that have sequels that suck dick. The Colors 2 was risky doing a sequel because Colors is so awesome, and they pulled it off. I was like, it's different, but still great. To me, it's like it's like Terminator 1 and Terminator 2. It's different. Not the same type of movie. One's yeah. great. The other one's great. Exactly um, right. Your Die Hard 1 and Die Hard 3. Our two is okay. I was just gonna but, say um, Die Hard Two was a fart. It was our. It wasn't that bad, but it wasn't that good. Die Hard Three is the proper sequel. I mean, that's just no doubt about it. Yeah, let's be honest. But um, if somebody gave you all the Die Hards and I left yeah. out Die Hard Two, you probably wouldn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, I'd be mad they include it. So I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do with it. <laughs> right, exactly. Throw it away. I got this uneven table this over was- here. I can stick it under one of the legs. Exactly. You're right. It's like it's like when I give you a flyer for some shit sounding band. Thanks. Right, exactly. But um but uh, yeah, and I, I wanted to say too there's a lot of uh, I guess people would call them callbacks. They there's stuff that sounds like selkies at the opening that um, of the song Bad Habits. Um, my top three, one of them is the one you just play, I think it's called Fix the Error. Or just celebrate. Yeah, this celebrate. Is, this was my That's favorite a fun song. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like this one. Uh, and the song, um, like I said, Human is Hell, it, it's so good. And they do the same thing on this one that they did on Colors, where they have a, a, a song that's just an instrumental that serves as an intro to the last song, and it's referencing a color. The, the last one was called Viridian, which is a very pretty uh, instrumental. This one is also a pretty instrumental called Sufamato, which means um, like colors blurring into each other. And... Um, 
And also the song Never Seen slash Future Shock. Real, real strong. I love I, I love this fucking album. I'm so glad I, I decided to listen to it. And I'm kind of kicking myself for not following them over the years. I mean, you've been telling me about them for a, a while now, like their new stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And now I'm like, what have I been missing? Probably a lot. So, so did you not get into, what was the one? Hold on, I want to misquote myself here. You didn't listen to Automata 1 and 2 in 2018? No, not really. I think we probably talked about it, and I probably listened to some of it because I remember thinking, were we doing this in 2018? Dude, no. The, the, no, 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 but those, those were fucking great. Great. You got to go back. That was a great album. Did you get into Coma, did you get into Coma Ecliptic at all? I heard like one or two songs, thought it sounded cool, but then I just kind of moved on. I don't know why. Well, I think I need to. Yeah, you got to go back. Make... Automata 1 and 2 are really good, man. Okay. And then do you like the Hyper, what's that called? The Hyper Parallax? Is that good? I got into that one a little bit, not as much as Automata. Automata is like super solid. All right. And then I like the great Misdirect. Um, that was 2009. God damn, that's forever ago. Um, but yeah, so that's my list. Uh, it's so cool that we had a couple of the same ones because I'm so glad that you liked Onto Others, man. I was like, I was going to throw that out there and I wasn't sure if you ever heard it and what you were going to think of it when you heard it and uh it's pretty neat that you liked it that much i feel the same way i was excited to tell you about it if you hadn't heard it and now that i know you heard it and love it i'm like fuck yeah that's it's just like i could see us you know partying drinking smoking hanging out and just putting that on be like fuck yeah what a great album let's just go fucking shoot pool or whatever like it's just a great hangout album yeah it's the rocks of that tower thing that was (laughs) yeah exactly for sure for sure well, I but, thought uh, I thought quarter three really turned around because I was struggling to find anything I liked in like early August and July. I was just like, oh, this is trash. But then September came around and I just found a bunch of stuff that really hit me strong. So I hope you go back and check out Rivers of Nile and I hope that you oh. give uh, that album that I mentioned, the uh, number five, which is such a weird kind of like totally unexpected um Hold on a second here. I'm talking myself out of it. White Stones, Dancing into Oblivion. And then also my number three, The Hanging Garden, Skeleton Lake. I think you should check out Skeleton Lake. Since you know the other ones kind of already, check out Skeleton Lake. I think you'll like it a lot. All right, I'll check. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. And Skeleton I'll, Lake. I'm going to check out the one you told me is, was better than Dr. Smoke from your position. Because that Dr. Smoke was awesome. Yeah, I, I, I just maybe it was just a style preference, but I, I think it's a little heavier, a little... I like the voice a little bit more, but Dr. Smoke is a legit album or band and the album is legit. So we are going to have one hell of a time whittling down this list because I don't know about you, buddy, but 2021 has been an outstanding year for metal and picking a top five album list for the end of the year is going to be brutal. Well, I'm going to look at things that I had. Here's what's going to happen too. Besides trying to pick between them, you're also going to might discover things that came out in the a quarter that you ostensibly reviewed but missed and you'll go can't believe i didn't i put this shit on here but not this seriously you know like yeah like fucking get this one out of here i totally changed my mind so my you know i'm gonna i feel like i'll have end of the year lists that weren't that never even or about the bands that never even appeared on any list before like who the fuck are these guys oh they came out in february i totally missed them by the way they're fucking awesome right right i know i know man yeah it's gonna be rough so we have one more quarter left in 2021. We'll do our best of the fourth quarter, 
And I think I have a strong feeling there's going to be a lot of good shit coming out, like I was saying earlier. And then we'll have to do our wrap-up episode end of year and top five best albums and top five best songs. It's going to be brutal. It's mm-hmm. going to be brutal. Definitely, buddy. All right, Real. man. I got, a, I got a solid Mitch quote here for you that I, I haven't heard this one in a long time. My belt holds my pants up, but the belt loops hold my belt up. I don't really know what's happening down there. Who's the real hero? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's so right. All right, brother. Until next time, go out and check out some badass metal, and we are the Great Heavy Music Podcast. Phil, you're the man. Talk to you later, bro. Yeah. See you, buddy. <laughs>